Good evening. This is All India Radio and I am Abhishek Mukhopadhyay with the news at 9. The headlines. Veteran Congress leader and former Delhi Chief Minister Sheila Dixit passes away in New Delhi following cardiac arrest. President, Vice President, Prime Minister and other leaders express grief. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh inaugurates Uj Bridge in Kathua district and Basantar Bridge in Samba district of Jammu and Kashmir. New governors appointed for six states including Uttar Pradesh, West Bengal and Madhya Pradesh. Flight operations start on eight more routes under regional connectivity scheme Uran. And in badminton, PV Sindhu defeats Chen Yufei to book her place in the final of the Indonesia Open. Veteran Congress leader and former Delhi Chief Minister Sheila Dixit passed away in New Delhi this afternoon following cardiac arrest. She was 81. Her last rites will be performed tomorrow at the Nigam Bodh Ghat, a tribute. Senior Congress leader Sheila Dixit served as the Chief Minister of Delhi for three consecutive terms from 1998 to 2013. As President of the Delhi Congress, she led her party to victory in the Assembly elections in 1998. She carried out massive infrastructure development of national capital during her tenure. Dixit was the second woman chief minister of Delhi. She became a member of parliament for the first time from Kannauj Lok Sabha seat in Uttar Pradesh in 1984. The Congress leader represented India at the United Nations Commission on Status of Women for five years. She was also union minister from 1986 to 1989, first as the minister of state for parliamentary affairs and later as minister of state in the prime minister's office. Born on 31st March 1938 at Kapoorthala in Punjab, the veteran leader also served as the governor of Kerala briefly. President Ramnath Kovind, Vice President M. Venkai Naidu and Prime Minister Narendra Modi today expressed grief over the demise of former Delhi Chief Minister Sheila Dixit. In his message, President Kovind said, Sheila Dixit will be remembered for momentous transformation of the national capital during her term in office. Mr Naidu said she was a good administrator Prime Minister Modi said Sheila Dixit made noteworthy contribution to Delhi's development He paid tributes to former Delhi chief minister at her residence in the national capital Other prominent leaders who paid tributes to the veteran leader include Lok Sabha speaker Om Birla UPA chairperson Sonia Gandhi and Congress leader Jyotiraditya Sindhya BJP president and home minister Amit Shah offered condolences to Sheila Dixit's family and her supporters Information Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javrekar also expressed grief over the demise of former Delhi Chief Minister. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi said he was devastated to hear about the passing away of Sheila Dixit. Former Prime Minister Manmohan Singh said people of Delhi will always remember Sheila Dixit's contribution to the development during a tenure as Chief Minister of Delhi. He termed Dixit as a dedicated Congress leader of the masses. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal said it is a huge loss for Delhi and a contribution will always be remembered. Delhi government has decided to observe a two-day state mourning as a mark of respect to former Chief Minister Sheila Dixit. Deputy Chief Minister Mani Sisodia said that she will be accorded a state funeral tomorrow. Ushering in a new revolution in the connectivity of roads and bridges in border areas, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh today inaugurated 1,000-metre-long Uj Bridge in Kathua district 
and 617.40 meter Vasantar Bridge in Samba district and dedicated them to the nation. Terming construction of these bridges a great achievement by Border Roads Organization, the Defence Minister said that the roads and bridges are the lifeline of any nation and play a vital role in the socio-economic development of far-flung regions and population. राष्ट्र के प्रति आगाध निष्ठा रखते हुए हमारे बॉर्डर रोड ऑर्गेनाइजेशन के लोग अपनी जिम्मेदारी का निर्वाह करें मैं बॉर्डर रोड ऑर्गेनाइजेशन को इसके डायरेक्टर जनरल सहित सभी को मैं अपनी तरफ से हार्दिक बधाई देता हूं और मैं यही शुभकामना भी देना चाहता हूं कि आगे भी बॉर्डर रोड ऑर्गेनाइजेशन इसी प्रकार बखूबी देश के प्रति अपनी जिम्मेदारी का निर्वाह करता रहे एक ऐसी सामर्थ्य ऐसी क्षमता और ऐसी योग्यता बॉर्डर रोड ऑर्गेनाइजेशन के पैदा हो Reiterating central government's commitment to the development of connectivity in Jammu and Kashmir state, Rajnath Singh said that Prime Minister Narendra Modi is regularly monitoring the progress of these projects and funds have been ensured accordingly. Addressing a public gathering in Kathua district of Jammu division, Mr Singh said, Centre is committed to solve the problem of Kashmir. More from a correspondent. Rajnath Singh said that people who are running a movement in Kashmir Valley should come forward and talk to government of India so that the solution of the problems and grievances which they are having can be found out. However, he made it clear that if somebody does not want a solution through talks, then government knows very well how a solution can be found. He reiterated that Jammu and Kashmir will again be made a paradise on earth. Rajnath Singh hailed army for successfully tackling the menace of terrorism in Kashmir Valley. R.K. Rana, AR News, Jammu. Speaking on the occasion, Union Minister Dr. Jitendra Singh said the central government has taken many initiatives for Jammu and Kashmir. Chief of Army Staff General Bipin Rawat was also present on the occasion. The Defence Minister today paid tributes to soldiers martyred in the 1999 Kargil War at a memorial in Dras sector as the nation commemorated 20 years of Operation Vijay. The sleuths of the National Investigative Agency, NIA, conducted simultaneous searches in 14 locations in Tamil Nadu today. It comes as a sequel to the recent arrest of 16 people involved in the formation of the terror outfit Ansarullah in the state. 14 of the accused were brought from the UAE and were arrested. They were sent to the NIA custody for 8 days by a Chennai special court yesterday. More from a correspondent. All the properties were either owned by the arrested people or their close relatives. The accused are charged to have mobilized funds and trying to recruit gullible youth to form an Islamic order through terrorist attacks. Necessary logistical support and security to the NIA has been given by the state police. The NIA is casting its net wider to nip the terror group in the butt. Jay Singh, AAR News, Chennai. In Jharkhand, four nuxials who were among those involved in the killing of five policemen in Sarai Kela on the 14th of last month have been arrested by the police. Briefing the media DIG of Kolhan Range, Kuldeep Divedi said that the arrested nuxials have confessed involvement in the killing of five policemen. A court in Bangalore today granted a three-day custody of Mohammad Mansoor Khan, the owner of IMA Jewels, to the Enforcement Directorate ED until 23rd July in connection with the multi-crore rupee Ponzi scheme case. Thousands of investors have allegedly been cheated in the case. Khan, who had fled to Dubai, flew back to India and was arrested by ED officials after landing in New Delhi on Friday. Coding officials, PTI reports that Khan was brought back to Bangalore today and produced before Special Prevention of Money Laundering Act, PMLA court, where the ED sought his custodial remand. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts.
President has appointed governors for six states. Madhya Pradesh Governor Anand Ben Patel will now be the new governor of Uttar Pradesh, while Lalji Tandon, who is the governor of Bihar, has been shifted to Madhya Pradesh. Fagu Chauhan will be the governor of Bihar, replacing Lalji Tandon. Jagdeep Dhankar has been appointed as the new governor of West Bengal, while Ramesh Bass is the Tripura governor. A Rashtrapati Bhavan communique said R.N. Ravi will be the new governor of Nagaland. The appointments will take effect from the dates they assume charge of the respective offices. Flight operations have started on eight more routes under the regional connectivity scheme URAN. The scheme seeks to boost regional air connectivity and provides various incentives to airlines. The routes are Mysore-Hyderabad, Mysore-Goa, Mysore-Cochin and Kolkata-Shillong. Civil Aviation Ministry said with this, the total URAN routes that are now operational has increased to 194. Vice President Venkai Naidu has asked media to be beacon of light of uprightness and objectivity. Speaking at the centenary celebrations of eminent editor and writer Gora Sastri in Hyderabad today, he asked the media to maintain difference between news and views and maintain standards of ethical journalism. Paying tributes to the veteran editor and writer Mr. Naidu recalled powerful editorials and fiercely independent journalism pursued by Gora Sastri. New Delhi says it is ascertaining further details regarding the detention of Indian crew members along with the oil tankers Tena Impero by Iranian authorities. External Affairs Ministry spokesman Ravish Kumar said Indian mission is in touch with the government of Iran to secure the early release and repatriation of Indian nationals. Germany and France today call upon Iran to immediately release a British oil tanker it seized a day earlier in the Strait of Hormuz. A statement by German Foreign Ministry said the seizure was a dangerous further aggravation of an already tense situation. The Foreign Ministry of France in a statement said Iran's action hampers a necessary de-escalation of tensions in the Gulf region. It called upon Iranian authorities to quickly release the ship and its crew and to respect freedom of navigation principles in the Gulf. U.S. President Donald Trump said he would hold talks with Britain about the tanker's seizure by Iran's revolutionary guards. He was talking to reporters at the White House. The UK government said it was deeply concerned about what it called Iran's unacceptable actions. Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt said freedom of navigation must be maintained and warned of serious consequences if the situation is not resolved quickly. The Swedish-owned British flag Stena Impero was captured yesterday by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. Iran said the vessel was violating international maritime rules. China has lifted some restrictions on foreign investment in the financial sector. In a statement posted by the Central Bank today, the Financial Stability and Development Committee said China will remove shareholding limits on foreign ownership of securities, insurance and fund management firms in 2020, a year earlier than originally planned. The statement said foreign investors would also be encouraged to set up wealth management firms, current brokerages and pension management companies. It also said that foreign-owned credit rating agencies will also be allowed to evaluate a greater number of bond and debt types. Over 1,67,000 hectares of agriculture land has been affected due to current wave of flood in Assam. However, there is considerable improvement in flood situation. Talking to AIR, Assam Agriculture Minister Atul Bora said that all efforts have been made to help farmers start farming work soon. Rains lashed most parts of Punjab and Haryana today. 
Chandigarh, the joint capital of the two states, received two millimeter rainfall. The Met Department said that maximum temperatures in the region fell one to three notches below normal. The mercury settled at 33.3 degrees Celsius in Chandigarh, one degree below normal. The weatherman has predicted light to moderate rains at several places in the region during the next 24 hours. In sports news, in badminton, P.V. Sindhu defeated Chen Yufei 21-19-21-10 this evening to book her place in the finals of the Indonesia Open. This is the first time in her career that she made it to Indonesia Open final. Sindhu trailed initially in both the games but came back strongly to brush aside the Chinese player in the semi-final match. Early in the day, Japan's Yamaguchi defeated Tai Zhu in 21-9-21-15. Sindhu will now fight for the title against Yamaguchi tomorrow. In boxing, four-time Asian medalist Shiva Thapa became India's first gold medalist at the President's Cup tournament after getting a walkover in the finals in Astana, Kazakhstan today. Making his international debut in the newly introduced Olympic category of 63 kg, Thapa was to fight Kazakhstan's Zakir Safulin in the summit clash, but his opponent had to pull out due to injury. Signing off with a silver medal was woman boxer Parveen, 60 kg, who lost a final bout to local hope Rima Volosenko. Earlier, Sweetie Bora, 81 kg, and Duryodhan Singh Negi, 69 kg, had ended the campaign with bronze medals following semi-final defeats. Former Indian captain Mahendra Singh Dhoni today made himself unavailable for the tour of West Indies. He, however, ruled out immediate retirement a day before the selectors meet in Mumbai to pick the squads for the upcoming away series. Amid mounting speculation around his international retirement after India's semi-final exit from the recent World Cup, Dhoni has told the BCCI that he will take a two-month sabbatical from the game to serve his paramilitary regiment. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Veteran Congress leader and former Delhi Chief Minister Sheila Dixit passes away in New Delhi following cardiac arrest. President, Vice President, Prime Minister, and other leaders express grief. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh inaugurates Uj Bridge in Kathua District and Basantar Bridge in Samba District of Jammu and Kashmir. New governors appointed for six states, including Uttar Pradesh, West Bengal, and Madhya Pradesh. Flight operations start on eight more routes under Regional Connectivity Scheme Uran. And in badminton, PV Sindhu defeats Chen Yufei to book a place in the final of the Indonesian Open. And for details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com. And that is all in the news at nine. Good night.